0: Hello, and welcome back to the Product Launch Podcast. As always, my name is Sean Boyce. I'm the founder of Next Step, where we offer product strategy services. And my guest today is George, a friend of mine, who is a marketing consultant. The kind of work that George does is he drives organic growth for tech and SaaS companies through content and SEO. Hello, George. How are you? And thank you for being on the show.
1: Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Um, Everything good here. And uh, glad to be here with you and uh, discussing all these. So very interesting things.
0: Awesome. And where are you calling into the show from today?
1: I'm in Greece, Thessaloniki, uh, second largest city here in Greece, and uh, I'm at my home right now.
0: Very cool. Exciting stuff. Well, thanks for being on the show. we got plenty to talk about, um, and in particular with your area of expertise and that being very important for the type of companies that we both work with. Why don't you give for myself and the listeners some more information about yourself, some background and in the type of work that you do.
1: Sure. So I started a few years ago, I got into marketing. After doing many jobs, uh, I didn't particularly like or even go- be good at. And then at some point I realized that I want to try this new thing out. I mean, uh, at, the, at this time it was so- something like social media. And so I experimented a bit. Uh, I did some uh, social media consulting with small businesses, and then uh, I experimented a bit more with uh, social uh, ads, um, Facebook and Instagram in particular. And then, I mean, gradually uh, I I got into content and I started to realize that content is is something that I really enjoy doing. Um, It pays, uh, the bills and also it's something that uh, the clients that I had at this time uh, seem to get the most value out of. And so I developed that and from content, I went to content and SEO because I think that the, those two things are you know, uh, strictly connected to each other. And so now uh, we are offering services that have to do with content and SEO. So that's pretty much it.
0: that is very important marketing information for sure I've come to really know the value of that myself as I've evolved over time Uh, but yeah I would love to love to know more about that I guess in particular first and foremost is who do you do that type of work for nowadays
1: so nowadays we're working with uh, mostly with tech and SaaS companies and um, we're working with companies that are post PMF uh, post product market fit which means that they have found a product market fit of course a logical question here would be how do you know uh, if a company has found a product market fit or not uh, in my experience um, you know all these metrics that people say that help for example nps or CSAT, and um, uh, all these all these i would say not vanity metrics but um unimportant metrics um can't tell you the truth. I mean, you can't know, uh, you're not able to know if a company has found a product market fit or not, um, if it has uh, a good NPS. Okay, and so I would say that uh, nowadays it's part of our screening to uh, try to identify whether or not a company has found a product market fit. And this is very critical because we have realized that these are the companies that we can actually help. Uh, We can't help, and most of the times I don't advise someone to start Investing in those things uh, if they're um, prop EMF and so they have to find a product market fit Um, Of course, they have to have the resources to invest in such an initiative and when I say the the resources um, I usually uh, look for uh, profitability or you know the company has to have raised um, less than a million dollars for us um, um, more than a million dollars, I'm sorry, uh, less than a year ago, uh, so that they have uh, you know, the resources to invest in, in uh, such a strategy. And so uh, these are usually the things that we are looking at. And um, also the traffic, because we are not taking on clients with uh, less than 20 to 20, uh, 20, 25,000 um, visitors per month. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much our uh target audience you you may say
0: nice yeah it's certainly good to know um who who qualifies who's a fit and thanks for adding some color around that finding product market fit as well too we get that question a lot and it's a it can be a complicated answer um, but it's important to know for sure so because this is your area of expertise i am very curious to know personally myself i do a fair bit of creating organic content for my business not just my consulting business, but the software business I've been involved with as well, too. So please do tell. How do we drive? What's the best way for these types of companies to drive organic growth?
1: Sure. So um, basically, we work with a framework that we've developed. uh, And this framework uh, consists of uh, six stages. Uh, The stage of understanding, where we essentially uh, try to understand what the company has done so far, what worked, what hasn't worked, then we have the, sta- the stage of planning, where the company with us, of course, uh, has to uh, create the strategy, basically, what we are going to do in the months to come. Uh, then we have to start optimizing. And many people, you know, they want to create before optimizing. But for me, this is a mistake. First, you have to optimize uh, what you already have, the existing assets that live on your website. And then we have, of course, the stage of creation, where we have to create to create uh, new content pages uh, for SaaS companies in particular, we have to create some feature uh, pages, uh, pages related to the product, or at some um, cases, pages related to competition because we get you know like more bottom of the funnel content uh, with comparison guides or uh, vs content pieces. Um, then, of course, we have to amplify uh, our efforts. And we we usually do that, for example, through uh, link building, and then finally we have uh, the stage of uh, measure, where we measure uh, what we've uh, done so far, uh, what works uh, and what doesn't work, uh, and how we'll be able to scale our efforts in order to get uh, more. So this is our stage. Of course, as you can imagine, son, not all clients, not all the clients that we have and we are working with. Uh, choose to work with us uh, for all the six stages, because some of them, for example, have in-house resources that create the content, uh, or some of them may work with another vendor that uh, handles the link building for them. So this is our framework, but we are, uh, you know, uh, we are able to help clients uh, with, uh, as you can imagine, with all the spectrum of other uh, uh, organic growth uh, initiatives, Um, But we also always respect, uh, you know, um, their needs and their their wants to uh, work with another vendor or to use their in-house resources uh, for content creation, link building, or uh, any other um, actions.
0: That's great. And can you you summarize for us again the six steps? What are each of the six steps?
1: Of course. Uh, The first one is uh, the stage of understanding. Then we have... Uh, the stage of planning, then we need to optimize, create, amplify our efforts. And then at the end, we have the stage of measure. Uh, we measure uh, our efforts and we um, you know, uh, try to identify opportunities and see how uh, we can scale our efforts.
0: Got it. Thank you for that. And with your experience in SEO as well too, I'm super curious myself because I've studied it a little bit. And I know it changes over time and every time the big search companies change their algorithms, some stuff will become more important stuff, some stuff will be less important. So I heard you mention things like backlinks a couple of times. Can you give us kind of a brief overview now? And like, what is the latest and greatest today? What should, what should companies be focusing on from an SEO perspective? What's kind of most important in the order of priority there?
1: I think that that that's that's a great question. I think that many people get this uh, part wrong because they're trying they're always trying to catch up with the latest updates for example now um we had a very uh like major update uh they call it bird, and you know everyone is trying to catch up with it and see uh are they affected are they not and i um, I mean I always try to uh, explain to my partners to my clients that uh, yeah, things may change. Uh, this is a good thing. But if we do things the right way, and if we provide, you know, uh, a, a solid experience to the users, to visitors, uh, to people uh, trusting us, um, you know, uh, to get knowledge from, uh, we have nothing to be afraid of. I mean, things will always evolve and this is a good thing. Um, but back to your question, I think that right now, one of the most important things is uh, search intent and search intent is also connected to uh, user experience, the experience that the uh, visitor actually has on the page. And so I think that uh, you have to be able to satisfy uh, search intent and also to provide users with, with a great experience uh, while on the website. I mean, this may seem like uh, you know, a very generic statement, but it's, it's, it's the only thing that works. Yes. Uh, There are other things that backlinks, for example, that work after a certain point, after, for example, uh, you manage to rank a page, let's say, on the first page. Yes, you need backlinks to get it to the first uh, three spots. But it's all about uh, identifying uh, search intent, satisfying search intent with your content, and providing users with a great overall experience on the website.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And what you mentioned there first, which was... You have nothing to be afraid of if you're kind of following the right process there. I think that's some of the best advice I've gotten about SEO previously too. So it's great to hear you confirm that because it makes sense to me, but I don't have as much expertise in this area as you do. What I remember previously was this from the other source that I heard it from, they said, I've just been focusing on creating great content. And every time they publish a change to the algorithm, they actually do better in the results than anyone else that's trying to like game the system.
1: Yeah, and there are many uh, examples of websites that, uh, you know, are positively affected by all these changes or by some of these changes. This shows us that, you know, these people are doing something, um, you know, right. Uh, You don't have to be afraid of nothing if uh, you're sure that what you're uh, providing is valuable uh, for uh, the visitors.
0: Good point. So the other thing I'm curious about too, and something you just mentioned was kind of two different ways to come at, you're building your strategy that way. I'd be curious to hear you talk a little bit about, do you start with just writing content and then gaining traction and then update your strategy from there? Or should you kind of work backwards to what you had mentioned, which was like search intent? Would it be more important to find out what people are searching for before you determine what you're going to write about. I'd be curious to hear you kind of weigh the pros and cons of those approaches.
1: Yeah. If you, I mean, most people would be surprised to know that they uh, can, you know, do um, like classify search intent by themselves without having to trust, you know, or to hire any uh, SEO, let's say expert or content expert or whatever. All you need to do is just take a look on the SERPs. Just take a look at the you know, uh, search engine results page and see uh, for the topic or subtopic you're uh, searching for. What are the top results? Google is essentially telling us nowadays that if you want uh, to be considered as a trusted source for this topic or subtopic, you need to write something about this. Essentially, is, uh, you know, is, it's, it's telling us everything from what title we need to use, Uh, What specific words we need to use in our title to what uh, you know Our meta description has to be what our paragraphs have to be and so on and so forth. I mean um, The information is out there. I think we we make it more complicated uh, Than than it it actually is and when I say uh, search intent classification, so on uh, it's a it's a very simple process all you need to do let's say that you have uh, defined a topic that you want to cover in your blog, okay uh, all you need to do is uh, just make a search for this uh, topic and count the number of occurrences on the uh, top ten results okay is it a, a guide is it a list post is it uh, what uh, what is guide what what is it? Uh, try to identify it and try to do something better than that. Uh, this is search intent classification and of course um, you have to it's one thing you know uh, classifying search intent um, by taking a look uh, at the search and another thing uh, satisfying it with providing um, you know a great uh, experience for the for the visitor so once you um, identified what you need to write about go on and write create a a great piece Uh, this is I mean this is the ultimate advice uh, for anyone who wants to um, you know invest in content creation let's say
0: that's great thank you and shifting gears to I'm sure what the listeners are curious about as well too as I am is when should these types of business be investing in this form of marketing
1: sure that's a great question as I mentioned before I think that uh, SaaS and tech companies should not be investing in uh, SEO in particular Uh, before they find uh, a product market fit. SEO is a long-term strategy. You have to be committed. Uh, You have to be engaged. Um, Regardless if you have an in-house team or, uh, you know, partners and vendors, uh, you have to be engaged with the process, okay? So I wouldn't advise someone to start investing in it before they found uh, a product market fit. But on the other hand, content, uh, I think that content is something that especially tech and SaaS companies uh, should consider uh, invest uh, early on. Uh, and of course, in the beginning, as you can imagine, you don't need uh, traffic so much. You need to convince the few people that will come on your website, uh, you know, just to sign up for a free trial. And how you can do that? Uh, simply, for example, by creating some case studies. If you have something really great, then show it. Uh, Sell it with the you know, uh, the visitors, your visitors, uh, and potential users. Um, and so I would say that uh, you should invest, you, you should start investing in content early on, um, but the scope has to be a bit different. Uh, SEO, on the other hand, is something you should sa- start investing after you find the product market fit.
0: That's yeah, a good distinction and agreed. I think that, that often makes a lot of sense in both I think people put a lot of investment believing in that SEO can work magic for them. But like you said, it's going to be limited by knowing what people are searching for and knowing what kind of converts for you. So it's going to take a certain amount of data to really know how you can make that accelerate your progress. But until then, it sounds like that investing in content makes a lot of sense almost at any point. Uh, that That can't necessarily hurt and will help you kind of build momentum.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: How about from the perspective of because I know the next question is going to be, what should these companies be spending on these services, uh, depending on the phase that they're in? Like, what does a budget look like?
1: Yeah, that's that's a very good question. Uh, I as I see it nowadays, uh, the cost of creating content. Let's start with content creation, for example, uh, um, is is rising. Okay. Uh, content um, uh, you know better or anything it's just that the cost is rising Um, of course you can outsource this work and you know you can hire some um, uh, a cheap let's say content creator to do the work but in my experience this will not help Um, this will not get you anywhere you may have you know some pieces uh, to fill in your schedule your editorial calendar uh, but this won't be enough in the long term. And trust me, uh, when the point comes uh, that, um, com- that you'll have to invest in SEO, for example, and one of the first things that you will need to do is a content audit, most of the content that you, you know, invested money in uh, will be uh, more, more likely deleted or you know, merged or whatever, uh, which means that you have to be very careful with the decisions you take early on. I think that uh, companies should spend, um, you know, what they are comfortable with. I mean, uh, if you are comfortable spending X amount of um, dollars per month on uh, paid social or um, advertising in total, you should allocate some of that budget uh, for content and SEO as well. Especially if you have found uh, if you found a product market fit. Um, so I would say that the the general answer here is. Uh, Spend, uh, you know, what you feel comfortable with. Uh, Don't overspend uh, just to see uh, results uh, quicker. Uh, Content and SEO doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah, that's very helpful. That's a lot of value. And uh, thank you for answering the questions that I have and also being here to answer questions for both myself and listeners about this content, um, this topic in particular, which is very important for those in the SaaS business space. So having said that, a couple other questions I have for you are what resources would you recommend that myself and the listeners uh, go, seek out and start kind of uh, consuming information from in and around uh, this area of expertise?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, th- I would say that one of my uh, go-to blogs of course are uh, is uh, Ahrefs uh, I'm sure you already know uh, ahs uh, is an amazing SaaS company uh, based in uh, Singapore um, they offer actionable advice that is uh, connected to their product uh, I would highly recommend uh, anyone to um, you know uh, just pay a visit to their blog and also something that I would like to mention here is that you know there is too much information out there regarding content and SEO I would say that for someone who is just starting out, it may seem, you know, like overcomplicated, but it's not. Uh, in my experience, is it's all about the process. So I would say that if uh, you want to learn things in order to apply those things for your own company or for clients, then what you need to do is uh, just try to systemize everything and processize. Processize as you learn, uh, I mean. So, you know, get the advice. Uh, visit blogs. Um, YouTube channels, whatever. But try to process everything and uh, make it specific. This is the only way uh, it will work for you. Or, you know, um, for uh, a tech company, SaaS company,
0: whatever. Excellent, and thanks for sharing that, Yeah, That's a great site. I'll link to that in the notes as well. And last question I have for you is, who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch?
1: Sure, so, Right now, we are um, in the process of creating our um, new agency. We will launch it um, early next year, uh, in January. And this agency will focus solely on serving tech and SaaS companies, as we already do, of course, um, but we will get even more specific into that. So, SaaS and tech companies founders or uh, marketing managers, of course, uh, who uh, have raised money Uh, or have reached profitability obviously they have to find uh, a product market fit first Um, if they are not sure if they found it they should reach out to you first and then come to us and um, I would say that you have to have um, you know some traffic you have to get some traffic um, and then uh, you should come to us to um, help you amplify that
0: Excellent. So, what would, the, what would be the best way to, to reach out to you for now, uh, like email or via like LinkedIn or anything like that? What's the best source?
1: Sure. We will drop a link uh, of uh, my LinkedIn and Facebook profiles. Um, right. I, I try to you know, be active on both. Um, and the website will be ready in a couple of months. We can also drop the link of our, of our, our new website uh, on the show notes as well.
0: Excellent. Thank you for that. And thanks for being on the show and sharing your insight.
1: Thank you very much uh, for having me, Son.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Product Launch Podcast powered by Next Step. If you're looking for help with your product business in the area of product strategy or product management, please feel free to reach out to Next Step to learn more about how we can help at hello at nextstep.io. That's hello at nxtstep.io. Additionally, if you know anyone who has experience building, running, or managing a product or product business and would like to be a guest on our show to share their story, please have them reach out to our organizer at podcast@nextstep.io. That's podcast@nxtstep.io. Thanks and keep disrupting.